Terra Doc X, Episode 2, Howl at the Moon. Report number 20230804-A352. Date, 4 August 2023. Entity involved, Werewolf, Class A Extra Normal. Location, Lake Penasofki, Florida. Issuing Observer, Observer Long. Attending Field Agent, Agent Cunningham. Following up on a tip-off from one of our hunter contacts, Elon, um, last name unknown, Observer Long looked into multiple reports of vicious animal attacks around the Panasofki Lake area in Florida. As the hunter's message had suggested, all signs appeared to point towards a likely werewolf encounter. Observer Long did note that the attacks in question had happened extremely recently, and that if Elon was aware of the werewolf, they were possibly in danger. Agent Cunningham was dispatched to the area to perform a full investigation, as well as to check in on the condition of Elon. Agent Cunningham arrived at the Inverness airport at 8.14 local time and attempted to make contact with the hunter who had alerted the NCRD. There was no answer when they called the provided phone number, so Agent Cunningham left a message and proceeded with caution to the previously scheduled meetup location, the Wishing Stone Tavern, which was not far from the airport. Once there, they found no one matching the description Elon had provided them. Continued attempts to contact Hunter Elon by both Agent Cunningham and Observer Long were unsuccessful. After waiting at the Wishing Stone Tavern for a full hour after they had been supposed to meet Elon, at 10 local time our agent made the decision to continue their investigation on their own. Agent Cunningham is well versed in lycanthropy and is one of the top field agents when it comes to those extra-normals that replicate via infections or diseases, so they were more than confident in their ability to deal with whatever this encounter might entail. Note to self. Famous last words. <clears throat> they headed eastwards towards the town of Panasofki Lake and, after touching base with local authorities, decided to check on the locations of the animal attacks that had been provided by the hunter during their initial report. The first two were at the Better Times Trailer Park. Always oh, seems to be places with names like that, doesn't it? Better Times Trailer Park. Pleasant Drive. Paradise Lane. <sighs> the owners of the first trailer that had been attacked, Jackie and Alice Choi, were more than happy to share their story with Agent Cunningham. Though they had not seen the creature clearly, they were pretty sure it had been, quote, some kind of bear or something, unquote. However, before they left, Agent Cunningham managed to speak with some of the children as well. Most of them had hidden once the attack began and had not been able to see anything. The youngest child, a little girl named Daisy, insisted that she had seen it and that it had been a very large dog that was, quote, bigger than my dad, unquote. Agent Cunningham was able to collect some samples of fur from a part of the trailer that had been more damaged than the rest, likely having been caught during the attack. Upon analyzation, the fur was confirmed to have come from a werewolf. Interestingly, there were also traces of chemicals that are only present in a recently turned werewolf. With this in mind, Cunningham contacted the Orlando NCRD Infection Clinic, 
on the off chance that the creature was not immediately hostile and might be willing to be taken in for potential treatment before the condition becomes permanent. The second trailer was far less talkative. The individual who answered the door, assumed but unconfirmed to be the owner Richard Haney, informed Agent Cunningham through the slight crack they opened the door, quote, I ain't talkin' to no government puppet. This trailer is my property and I don't want you here. I shot that beast and, if you don't leave, I ain't afraid to defend my home from you too, unquote. Our agent made a quick retreat, as the last thing we need is civilians complaining to the government about NCRD agents. Once they were out of sight of the trailer, however, they did do a quick scan of the surrounding area, and were able to discern some blood on the ground nearby. The blood was human, but did contain the same chemicals that were detected in the previously collected fur sample, and so was from a recently turned werewolf. While not unheard of, it is unlikely for two recently turned werewolves to have caused such little chaos, so Agent Cunningham decided that this was probably from the same entity. The trail led towards the south of the lake, but it disappeared into the undergrowth before giving any more indication of where the creature might have fled to. As it was growing dark and they did not want to be out searching once the moon rose, Agent Cunningham did a preliminary drive of the roads and highways surrounding the lake, trying to detect any probable areas of forest and swampland for further exploration. The woods around Lake Penasaki are incredibly thick, so Cunningham did notice a few less thickly wooded areas to the east of the lake. After setting up the standard defenses in their room at the Big Cypress Fish Camp in town, Agent Cunningham retired for the evening at 21.22 local time, spending the rest of the night tuned in to the local news, in case anything was mentioned. There was mention of the attacks, but the news anchors spoke of it as being a likely bear attack, warning viewers to be on their guard, to be sure to securely cover their garbage cans, and to be careful when outdoors after nightfall. To be fair, two out of the three are also helpful for avoiding werewolf attacks, and the other is just good advice for keeping things sanitary. Shortly before sunrise, Agent Cunningham met with local authorities again to check if anything had happened during the night. There had been no call-outs, so our agent concluded that the werewolf was still recovering from being shot. Most firearms are not very effective against werewolves, but Agent Cunningham notes that, especially with shotgun pellets, it can be very irritating for the creature if they do not exit the body, and having to dig out twelve or so tiny bits of metal from your body is going to take some time to heal no matter who it is, especially if you don't have access to someone with medical training. After two hours of exploring the nearby area, Agent Cunningham made their way into the old store bayou, where they found a trail of broken plants and branches that looked like something very large had passed through. Following this path, they found an injured human matching the description of Elon, the hunter who had contacted us. Elon was preoccupied with a rather nasty wound in their side and had not noticed Cunningham approaching. After observing for a short period of time, it soon became apparent to our agent that Elon was, in fact, the werewolf that they had reported. Agent Cunningham... CE Supervisor Forsyth. Yes, Director Pierce. Yes, no, I have... Yes, of course. I will set up some more interviews. Yes, I have the applications right next to me. Yes, I'll go over them once I finish with this report.
Yes, they all seem like they might be a good fit to me as well. You are welcome. Goodbye, Director. <sighs> Where was I? It soon became apparent to our agent that Elon was, in fact, the werewolf that they had reported. Agent Cunningham approached, being sure to make their presence known so as not to make it seem as if they were trying to sneak up on Elon. Though she was worried at first, Elon calmed down significantly when they realized that our agent was from the NCRD and was the one who had been sent to respond to their request. Elon pleaded with Agent Cunningham to help them and said that they had actively chosen to contact us after realizing that they were the one responsible for the attacks, wanting to put the safety of the city over their own. They had been lying in the bayou for a couple of days now, spending the nights slowly removing shotgun pellets while they still had the ability to heal from it. Elon was willing to be taken into our custody on the one condition that we try to help her, having heard that the NCRD was working on a cure. Agent Cunningham agreed to it, but warned Elon that the project was still being refined, and only a few subjects had ever been successfully cured. A medivac was called in, and Elon was secured and is currently undergoing treatment for her lycanthropy at the Orlando NCRD Infection Clinic. Post-encounter measures taken. Local authorities were updated on the situation and informed that the threat has been removed. They have decided to place the blame on a series of bear attacks, and are claiming to have caught the bear responsible. However, they are still putting out warnings on radio and TV stations for civilians to be extra careful. We have also clued local police in to the traits of a werewolf attack. Though there were no confirmed infections from Elon, we cannot be 100% certain about that, given the expected gaps in her memories, as well as the deliberate unhelpfulness of some of the civilian individuals. They will keep an eye out for the warning signs and contact us if anything comes up. As for Elon, she was unsure of where or how she had contracted lycanthropy. Calculating backwards from their current stage, they would have likely been bitten roughly two weeks prior. During that time, she is reasonably certain that she was in southwestern Georgia, but her memory is still extremely hazy and she cannot recall why she was there or what happened during her stay. Observer Long will be keeping an extra close eye on that area, and is currently going over reports of previous weeks to make sure they didn't miss anything. The doctors at the Orlando Clinic informed Agent Cunningham that it would still be a couple of months before the effects of the lycanthropy began to fade, and even longer before Elan's memory would have a chance of returning. However, they will contact Observer Long as soon as Elan remembers anything pertinent. Preliminary results from Elan's entry tests are looking positive, and if she continues along projection, she should make a full recovery, though it will take some time. One thing that is extremely disconcerting about this situation, and both Agent Cunningham and Observer Long put forward this concern as well, is that Elan seemed to know of our progress towards curing lycanthropy. There have always been rumors of a cure, and these rumors often point towards the NCRD as being in possession of said cure. However, we have been taking multiple precautions to make sure that no one was aware that we are actually making progress towards it, so as to avoid attention from those who would seek to use it for personal gain. We will have to be sure to let headquarters know about this development, and this report will be forwarded to them immediately. We may have to do a clean sweep and reprocess all those with clearance. This report was compiled by CE Supervisor Elizabeth Forsyth on the 7th of August, 2023, and submitted with digital, physical, and audio copies as required by standard NCRD procedures. 
Right. So, new applications. I wonder which one of you will be joining us. No. No. Maybe. Hello, yes, this is Elizabeth Forsyth with the National Center for Research and Development. I'm calling about your recent application with us. Actually, we'd like to have you come in for an interview. How does the 11th sound? Does noon work for you? Perfect. We look forward to seeing you then. When you arrive, mention to the reception desk that you're here for an interview, and they will direct you where to go. Yes, you as well. <sighs> Let's just hope this goes better than the last group. It's getting to be way too much for just me, Landon, and Tessa. Director? Yes, I've set up an interview with one of the applicants. I think they might be just what we're looking for. Thank you for listening to Para Doc X, a Black Lilac production, written and created by Adam Hansen. Today's episode was performed by Eris Wiedorn, with audio editing by KB Trusdell. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe and rate on iTunes, Spotify, or the podcast distributor of your choice.